My name is Sarah Dudnitz, and you're listening to PR Hangover, a public relations podcast brought to you by Grand Valley State University's PRSSA chapter. All right, welcome to PR Hangover. This is a special edition episode for our Grand Valley PRSSA members. If anyone is interested in running for an e-board position, uh, this is the episode for you. So if there's a certain position that you are interested in, go ahead and read the description and there will be little timestamps with each description so that you can find the one that you want the most. And we are gonna start with our VP of Programming, Ella. Ella, do you wanna go ahead and introduce yourself? Sure. I am an APR major with a minor in writing. Um, I am currently a senior, but I'll be graduating in December. And TVPRSSA is where it's at. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you want to do professionally? Um, right now, it's kind of up in the air. I've been looking at event planning with our beautiful alumni, mm-hmm. Shelby Castle. She's a sweetheart. Oh, I love her. So we've been talking there and going to... Maybe try and work out something through that. But I'm thinking event planning or sports or entertainment, something like that. That's fun. Mm -hmm. So give us a little summary of your time in this position, what you liked, what you've had the opportunity to do, things like that. Um, Honestly, a lot of it, you really got to get used to your computer. You're going to be emailing 24-7. You have to open You're probably going to be on it all day long. A lot of it is communication through email. Um, You get to meet a lot of professionals because I'm the one who greets them at the meeting, so Mm -hmm. I get to have that little personal relationship with them. And normally you connect with them on LinkedIn, you get their business card. So if you ever need a nice professional to help you out, you always have that in your little log. So um, a lot of good networking. Yeah, yeah, networking is great for this position because they remember your name when you're walking. Mm-hmm. They're like, where's Ella? She's been helping me. So I'm like, hi, I'm right here. Mm-hmm. Yes, I can help you. It's very nice. Um, the only thing, like, I guess the thing that you have to be able to do in this position is just um, when you're organizing and scheduling people, keep the time straight, really be meticulous about your um, spreadsheets when you're filling them in. Um, other than that... It's really not that hard. It's just having a conversation with somebody. Awesome. So you, you're you the one that you set up the Yes. So I set speakers. up all the speakers. Normally, most of my work is done in the summer. Mm-hmm. You'll happen to have throughout the year some cancellations or you have to move people around. Um, but mostly it's just follow-up emails, preparation emails, making sure they're ready and okay with the meeting, how everything's going to run. So it's just a little bit of reassurance throughout the year and... You're finding some speaker gifts to give to them, and other than that, it's pretty It's pretty nice. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. So what first made you interested in this role? Honestly, uh, well, I had the old VP of programming come up to me, and she said, hey, are you interested in my position? And I was like, well, I don't know. Let's go to coffee. <laughs> and turns out I was interested in the position after coffee. <laughs> so that's how I got into this role. How much time would you say per week during the school year you spend in this position. I know you said a lot of it is during the summer setting. Mm-hmm. Like you set up the whole year's worth of speakers yeah. over the summer. Yeah, so that's the speakers should be set up by the first semester of fall. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I said, cancellations, you're going to be figuring out those throughout the year. I'm currently working on prep school, which is a little extension of PRSSA. It's kind of more conversational, casual, candid. So you get to hear a little bit more about topics that aren't covered in the classroom. So this past... These past probably two weeks, I've been planning for prep school, so that's basically doing my position all over again, what I do in the summer. I'd say I probably spent at least an hour to two hours a week on it, you know, just keeping in contact, making sure everything's set up. 
And the other time, the only other thing I really do in this position is the board downstairs in Lake Superior. Got to keep that updated. Board. Yes. So that's it's good. It's very cute. Oh, thank you. Always Allison on, helps on me season, out. A little quick theme. plug, Allison Canner. Good for you, honey. You're doing great. I know you hit a little bit on this, but what skills do you feel are really necessary for this position? Mostly time management, being meticulous about answering the emails because it can be scary at first, not knowing exactly what to say, how to reply, how casual, how professional. So you kind of have to get a read of the uh, person you're emailing based on the way they reply to you. So other than that, being organized, keep your stuff in a schedule because if you can't, if you don't know when they're going to show up or you don't, Mm -hmm. you have, you, you can mix up dates and have some conflict there. So be very, very organized. And just be personable. Be really mm-hmm. friendly when they come in. Make sure the speaker feels comfortable. Greet them. Ask them if they need anything. Other than that, it's yeah. just being nice. Normal. I think it's <laughs> it's funny sometimes because I still don't feel like an adult. So then I see oh, yeah. speakers <laughs> and I'm like, oh, they're so like sure of themselves and confident, but they're like nervous too. And oh, this yeah. is their first time in this environment. So even when I'm hosting podcasts with them and stuff, it's a lot of just trying to make them feel comfortable. Yeah. And, you know, what do you need and mm-hmm. how can I like best help you exactly do this well so I feel like our roles are similar in that way yeah and that's a huge part of public mm-hmm. relations is making sure that relationship is solid mm-hmm. and making sure they're mm-hmm. comfortable so awesome. you get a lot of experience with that you know real cool. world stuff meeting people it's a good time networking yes networking. yes <laughs> networking of course awesome well thank you Ella thank you so much Sarah All right, next up is Sarah, our VP of Philanthropy. Sarah, do you want to go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. Hi, guys. Um, I am Sarah Verkstis. Um, I am an ad PR major with an ad emphasis. I would love to eventually get into um, sports and entertainment, public relations and advertising, which I'm lucky enough that I was able to secure a internship for. For the summer, and then um, I guess a little bit about my little bit about my role as the VP of philanthropy. I am in charge of coordinating volunteering events for our chapter members, as well as keeping communications and building relationships between our chapter and local nonprofit organizations in the Grand Rapids area. Um, I've found that a lot of them are always more than willing to want to build that relationship oh, yeah. with us. Always need volunteers. Oh, yes, so, yeah. for sure, for sure. Um, I also am in charge of the Be A Rose project that you've, I'm sure, seen just gobbed all over social social media. <laughs> um, I absolutely love it. It's been a blast. And the Be A Rose is a um, year-long partnership between us and a local nonprofit, Be A Rose, which is there to help um, women in need with period poverty issues. We provide and donate um, feminine hygiene products for them and then we package them up and send them on their way. Um, If you'd like to know more about that, I'll plug my blogs because the beautiful Allison Cantor actually created not only a web page for be a rose but she also had me submit a couple blogs about be a rose so go check out the grand valley prssa website and find more information about be a rose there all right so what first made you interested in this position um so actually it was i was um i ran for vp of chapter development 
and then during the summer it got split up because we kind of decided that we wanted to go a direction where we could also put a higher focus on philanthropic efforts, which is something new to us this year. Um, so when given the choice, if I wanted to go, which way I wanted to go with it, um, either fundraising for the chapter or philanthropic stuff, I chose giving back to the community because that's just kind of the person oh, that I am. That's so yeah. nice. Yeah. And what kind of tasks does your role entail? So my daily, um, my daily tasks are a lot of just back and forth emails, um, to secure and set up our volunteer opportunities. A lot of my job is, um, I mean, it is set up a lot during the summer, but not as much as some of the other positions, just because a lot of nonprofits don't always, um, book out as far mm-hmm. as, as I or we as a chapter would like them to. So sometimes it's a little bit like fly by the seat of the pants type of thing. But for the most part, I'm able to get a good amount of my work done before each semester. So I put in a bunch of work right in August and then before school started and then during our um, winter break, which seems so far away already. But yeah, but so that is, that's kind of like the main things that I do is really just keeping in constant communication with people and making sure that all of our dates and schedules are aligned. None of our volunteer opportunities conflict with any of the agency tours or any of the other right. things that we offer. So um, that's kind of as far as I would say, mm, If we're talking like looking at a week, I probably put in an hour and a half, two hours max. Not a lot. It's nice that you can do a lot of the work, you know, like right before school starts and in winter too. So it's not as heavy of a load during the year. Yeah, for sure. It is really nice. Um, And I do, you know, I think if anybody's interested in the role, it's definitely something like that you, I feel like people are passionate about. So if you're expressing that passion, like, you're going to get a response quicker and be able to get those slots in, especially for volunteer opportunities sooner rather than later. Uh, So what skills do you feel like are really necessary for this role? So the biggest one I would say is definitely your personableism. (laughs) I like that word. We're making that word. Yes. Um, I find that you, um, you catch more flies with honey than you do salt, obviously. So, um, a lot of times just staying in constant communication with people, if you're on top of your stuff, then, um, then, then you'll be fine. I think it gets a little bit tricky when you have nonprofits that are, that are trying to do so many things and they only have a handful of people to do. So Mm -hmm. sometimes that can slow down the process a little, but as long as you're determined and you stick with it, um, it's really, it's really more of a... Um, like happy-go-lucky person type of position. Mm-hmm. And well, like you said too, I feel like a lot of people are really passionate about the nonprofit world. So if yeah. this is something that they're interested in, yeah, going and into, you know, be a good fit. yes, if you're interested in going into nonprofit for sure. Um, even I find that, for example, when we went out to San Diego this year, I went mm-hmm. to one of the nonprofit um, sessions, and the 
moderator or speaker, if you will, was was talking about how regardless of whether you want to go into nonprofits or not as a career move, it looks absolutely phenomenal on a resume. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Um, even if you just do it for a short period of time, like I don't necessarily plan on sticking with it for my entire career path, but I would love it as something that um, I could continue to do pro bono work for through yeah. like down the line, um, which is, you know, there's so many different options as far as that goes. But, you know, if, if you're the type of person that you just, you think of others before yourself, it's definitely, definitely the right fit for sure. Awesome. Yeah. Sounds like a very fun role. Yeah, it is. It's a lot of, um, you get to see people in all the happy moments, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what matters most. So so warm and fuzzy. I know. I, love it. I awesome. know. Thank it's you, awesome. Sarah. Yeah, of course. All right. Next up is my favorite role, although I guess I'm a little bit biased, and that is podcast host. So, of course, my name is Sarah Dudnitz. I'm an advertising and public relations major, and I have a writing minor and a digital studies minor. I'm a senior, so I'm graduating soon. And what I want to do professionally is I would actually love to go to New York City and work as a Broadway press agent or a publicist. So doing all the public relations work for different Broadway shows or Broadway talent. So it has been so much fun being podcast host. I was actually never originally interested in this role at this time last year, but um, I was approached by Delaney, our president, over the summer asking if I could fill in as the person who was originally supposed to have this job was no longer able to. And I thought, what the heck? Hosting a podcast? That sounds fun. And I am so, so glad that even though I had no idea what that meant or what that looked like, and I felt really, really unqualified that I went for it anyway. It's been such a good experience. And um, I always tell people that if I'm able to host a podcast, anybody can host a podcast. So that speaks to how simple it is. To give a summary of my role, um, starts out with contacting podcast guests, giving them the questions ahead of time so that they can sort of prepare what they want to say, reserving a place for us to record, And then once we sort of get in that place, sort of making it as comfortable as possible for them and sort of creating a space where they feel like they can comfortably talk about whatever it is they do. Sometimes podcasts, kind of like public speaking, can be really uncomfortable for people. So just trying to create that space where um, people feel really comfortable is a big part of what I do. Once I am done recording with a podcast guest. Then of course comes the editing, which is usually not a very time intensive process um, if the podcast recording went well. And once the podcast is recorded, then I upload it to SoundCloud and it automatically uploads to Apple Podcasts. Once it's uploaded, then I help promote them on my own social media and on our Grand Valley PRSSA social media as well. The nice thing that I don't think a lot of people expect about being a podcast host is that it really is not that time intensive. Um, I record a podcast every other week, and I would say at most editing takes an hour to an hour and a half, but most of the time it takes less than that, and then I upload it and help promote it. So it is so much easier than I think people think it is, and it is not that time intensive. So if you are thinking about an eboard position, but you are really busy like I am, this is the perfect opportunity. There are some skills that are, I think, really important to have. And of course, these are sort of developed on the job. So if you don't feel like you fit every single one, that's okay, because you're going to learn as you do it. First, I think you need to be the kind of person that's naturally warm and welcoming. 
um, from your first email communication to a guest to the time that you're recording with them. Like I said, people can be really uncomfortable. And of course, they're sitting here talking to you and they've probably never met you before. And it's just kind of an uncomfortable process. So being able to sit there and be making eye contact with them and be showing that you're interested and make them feel comfortable, um, that's, that's really important. And something that I've sort of had to develop even more so on the job in order to sort of produce the best content that I can. Um, When people are comfortable talking to you, they're going to be more open and they're going to share a lot more valuable insight. So being able to be warm and welcoming is, I would say, the first skill. Another skill that I've really had to develop throughout my time as podcast host is being able to create conversation. So when I first started out, I would have the list of questions that I planned on asking, and then I would ask them, and then that was that. And sort of as I grew and learned in this experience, I realized that follow-up questions are okay. Um, They're good. Sometimes I'll just think of a comment and say it, and then that will engage more conversation because that will remind them of something. And then before you know it, I'm getting some of the most valuable insight in a podcast that I've ever gotten. So I think I used to be the kind of person that was too shy to ask questions. And of course, I was still learning how to record a podcast. So it's kind of uncomfortable for me. So that's a skill that I really had to learn is learning how to get information out of people. Another skill that's really valuable, probably in any position, but definitely here as well, is being able to plan and really think ahead. So I cannot be waiting until the last minute to sort of contact a guest to record if I want a podcast to go out in a few days. Um, Obviously, these are working adults and they have lives and they are busy. So you need to take that into consideration when planning the podcast and then also think about your schedule. When am I going to be able to edit this podcast and get it up? So just being able to think ahead and be proactive is something that you're definitely going to need if you want this role. All right, next up is our VP of Public Relations, Allison. Allison, do you want to introduce yourself? Tell us a little about yourself. Yeah, um, so I'm Allison Cantor, like Sarah said. I am the Vice President of Public Relations. I am a junior, and I'm graduating winter 2021. Um, And yeah, so my major is Ad PR, and then my minor is Political Science. Awesome. And for people listening, <laughs> Allison, you don't know this yet. This is the Allison Cantor. Both of the people I've Twitter's interviewed so Allison far. Twitter's Allison Cantor. <laughs> that too. Both people I've interviewed so far, Sarah and Ella, both hyped you up so hard. Are you kidding me? Yeah. No, I'm Why? serious. <laughs> They're like, Allison, she's the best. She's, she's great. the best. So this is the Well, Allison let me Cantor. go on my spiel of hyping up Allison Cantor. <laughs> So do you want to tell us a little bit about your role as VP of Public Relations, what it's been like for you, what you've liked, and the kind of things you do? Yeah, so um, my role with, like, I guess working with the VP of PR actually started last year. Um, Under Brooklyn, I was a chair. Mm -hmm. And so I would kind of just, like, like, she was, like, the VP of PR, so she Mm -hmm. was doing all the VP of PR things that I'll get into in a second. But, um... (laughs) Yeah, like, I would just kind of, like, give the blogs another look, and, like, that was pretty much the extent of, like, what I did as a chair, but it was, like, a nice way to, like, kind of break the ice and, like, dip my feet into PR SSA. Like, I feel like everyone has their, like, groundbreaking PR SSA experience. I was, like, that's what made me comfortable to speak. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which, like, and, like, that was my experience where I was, like, oh, my gosh, I love it. 
So, um, yeah, that was my experience. And then um, when last year was wrapping up, Brooklyn was like, you should run. And I was like, ooh. And then she was like, no, I think, like, you should definitely run. And I was like, okay, maybe. And then I ran, and now I'm the VP of PR. So it's weird because, like, there's different things that – go into it I'm sure like you can relate a lot like a lot of like my work falls like at the beginning of the year and that's where I become like really really or I guess became because it's over now where I was really um like busy with the VP of PR a weekly like VP of PR task list isn't super heavy you attend to the meetings like everyone else um and you edit the blogs you post the blogs you make the graphics on Canva Um, There's a little bit of, like, communication between, like, bloggers just to make sure that everything's going smoothly. But, like, that's about it for, like, the weekly VPPR duties. So I guess, like, two hours is, like, probably, like, an average, like, if if I'm really busy with stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, And then kind of, like, at the beginning of the year, you just perform, like, a general website audit. And you just go through everything and make sure everything's up to date. um, Because, like, obviously with new, like, eboards, you just have to update everything you kind of get to, like, put in things. So, like, I, like, reinstalled, like, the calendar and just, like, made it more, like, efficient. Um, So that's, like, the beginning of the year. And then also a big part of that is planning out the blogs. So you can give people the option to pick their blogs, but, like, that's not really, like, recommended. Like, you should have a plan in place of, like, what the content's going to look like and also in the sense of, like, Okay, is it PRSAIC? Like, um, is it Christmas? Like, what's going on? Like, Seasonally, what can you, yeah. like, plan it around? Um, and then from there, it's finding bloggers and encouraging people to blog. Um, I've tried to be, like, really encouraging with, like, especially, like, underclassmen because obviously, mm-hmm. like, upperclassmen, like, want to blog to get their cords and, like, have experience with it. But I think it's a great way to, like, break into your blogging voice is, like, to blog for PRSSA yeah. because, like, it's not a grade and like you're gonna right. get there's no specific guidelines either no there's not like a like word you get a topic you to and you're like or... fashion pr and it's like right. go for it yeah and i think it's a lot less intimidating even though it can feel more intimidating because like it's not for a class like but i think because of that and the fact that like it's not gonna be graded but you still get feedback like mm-hmm. it would be i think that's really helpful yeah. and like i would really encourage like anyone who like even just like wants to like Try blogging, just like yeah. blog for PRSSA. I think it's fun. I've written several. Yeah, you I'm are blogging queen. trying to be the most blogged PRSSA member of this year. Do you want to hear something really sad? I do. Well, e-board members can't win awards. No! Yeah. I'll be the most You'll blogged be unofficial. Unofficially, yes. Okay, good. Officially, we don't know. Um, <laughs> Who could say? Who could say? <laughs> Who could say? And then I guess like throughout, like, like randomly, like especially like when the semester, like, like a new semester starts, like... I like to have, like, a Google Calendar and, like, just, like, invite everybody that's going to be blogging just mm-hmm. so, like, they have it. Um, and then also, like, at the beginning of the year, I made, like, a blogging guideline sheet that I send with the, like, email reminder. I'm like, mm-hmm. hey, just a reminder, like, your blog's due in three days. But um, so there's that. And then, like, semester, you should probably run, like, another website audit. Like, this semester, I did a website audit just to, like, make sure all the emails were correct. Sorry, Olivia Windorf, that your email wasn't correct. Oh. But it the is whole, now. But it, you best believe you could email Olivia Windorf now. Right. Um, and then just, like, adding things like um, the Be It Rose page, like, just mm-hmm. stuff like that. But, yeah. Awesome. So what skills do you think are necessary for this position? Yeah. So I actually forgot to mention this. You also have to, like, 
be able to write press releases. And, like, mm-hmm. if you aren't super comfortable with that yet, like, that's totally fine. Like, just be ready to learn. So I think writing is probably, like, one of the bigger ones, not in the sense of, like, can you write a blog, but can you cohesively edit someone else's blog and tell them in a constructive manner, like, how they can fix it and how they can, like, make it better mm-hmm. without being, like, rude about it and, like, disencouraging them because, like, that's not the goal, obviously. Right. Um, so definitely, like, some writing skills, which I think is, like, pretty general across, like, all PR. Like, I think if you're in the PR major, like, you have some pretty sufficient writing skills. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, like, the eye for editing, um, which I would also say if you are thinking of writing for PR, you might want to install Grammarly into Chrome because that is... <laughs> that's about official for everybody. The co-VP of PR is Grammarly. Um, that's my chair, actually. <laughs> the chair is Grammarly. Yes. yes. Um, and then I just think also, like, any eboard position, just be as, like, kind and charismatic as you can. And, like, you know, like, everyone remembers what their first PR SSA meeting felt like. And just expect every time that you go into a PRSSA meeting that it is someone's first meeting. Like, mm-hmm. just be, like... Be personable. Yeah. And, yeah. like, I think what skills you need for, like, to be... Like, especially because it's VP of PR. Like, when you think of, like, the skills you need in, like, a workplace where you can be, like, cooperative and have, like, good communication skills and, like, a lo- like a level of professionalism. Like, all those things are also really important in the VP of PR. Mm-hmm. But also because it's not, like, it's not, like, a job. Like, you can still have, like, fun with it. And, mm-hmm. like, I encourage you to have fun with it. So, mixable, probably. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Well, that sounds like a fun job. It is a fun job. Awesome. Well, thank you, Allison. Of course. Thanks for having me. <laughs> All right. So, next up is our VP of fundraising, Olivia. Olivia, do you want to go ahead and introduce yourself? Tell us a little, about, little bit about yourself. Sure. Hi, everyone. My name is Olivia. Um, I am a senior at Grand Valley right now studying advertising and public relations and a minor in writing. Awesome. So you were VP of fundraising this year. Do you want to tell us a little bit about your time in this position and what it was like? Yeah, absolutely. So I actually kind of just jumped into this role um, in the summer. I had a conversation with Delaney. She told me about the opportunity and I had no knowledge of fundraising at all whatsoever. Um, So it's been very, very interesting, definitely like learned a ton. Um, And I think really what made me interested in it is like being able to get more involved and learn more about that. I have a nonprofit internship right now. So I figure maybe if I stay in the nonprofit sector, um, fundraising might be something I have to do in the future. So that was definitely um, a deciding factor in taking the position. But basically what I do for my role is I set up events for our organization to go to so that we can get funds back to our chapter Um, and that largely goes towards like the international conference and um, just anything that we might need you know to spend money on throughout the year really whatever we can give back to our organization um, to benefit everyone so that's largely what I've done and then also part of it is creating a sponsorship packet and reaching out to local West Michigan professionals and seeing if they would want to be a sponsor for the international conference or even if they wanted to do it for like a year-round type of um, partnership. So That's interesting. I didn't Mm -hmm. even know about that. Yeah. That's funny. One thing you said about knowing nothing about fundraising going in, because I think when I was an underclassman and I briefly considered being an e-board member, I was like, I am so not qualified. I don't have the skills. (laughs) I don't have anything. And 
I wish that I would have gone for it sooner because that's the thing is you learn as you go and you are more qualified than you think you are. Oh yeah, absolutely. I know it's, um, I've had a lot of awesome help. Like Alyssa Murphy, who had the former position last year, she really walked me through the ins and outs and gave me like a lot of templates to use when I'm reaching out to people. Um, and then I also connected with the, um, PRSA, PRSSA National mm-hmm. VP of Fundraising. So her name's Emily, and she, has, I've gotten on a couple of phone calls with her, and she's just given me some great ideas. So definitely a lot of people that have helped me throughout the way, but um, for anyone that's considering it, I mean, it's, you know, it's probably easier than you think. <laughs> you are so, more qualified, and yes. I promise you can do it. Yeah, I always say if I can host a podcast, anybody can host a podcast, <laughs> so you can do it. Can you give us an estimate about how much time you spend on this role each week? I know some yeah. roles are sort of more intensive during the summer before right. school starts. Mm-hmm. What does yours look like? Um, yeah, so it definitely depends. Um, I did try to do the majority of the planning in the end of the summer, but a couple hiccups came up and some things didn't work out. So I'm kind of finding that each week I try to evaluate what the month looks like. And my goal was really to do like one event a month. Um, so I would say typically I spend probably a max of two to three hours a week, but very spread out. Mm -hmm. And that, again, it really can look differently. Like this semester has been, um, not as intensive as last semester. So it's definitely been like less time spent this semester, Mm -hmm. but it does really vary. I would say it's really just about making sure the people I'm connecting with, I'm following up with them and, I have had a, um, I've had a couple like in-person meetings, so trying to coordinate those. So it looks a little different each week, but I'd say probably a max of like two hours. So, yeah. and that's I, um, well I guess that's before even like the meetings we have. Like that was just right. probably outside work, which um, give or take probably two hours I would say. Yeah, that's one thing we haven't mentioned yet is that we do have weekly e-board meetings. So that's yeah. always a fun time. Mm-hmm. Um, what skills do you feel are necessary for someone in this position? Oh, that's a good, that's a really great question. Um, I think you do have to be a good, a strong communicator as most of these roles, you know, entail, but, um, because you are trying to ask for money, um, it's, you want to be able to have that personable quality and go about, um, like sending emails or getting on the phone and having those conversations like the right way and really like selling, um the awesome stuff we do in our organization and like explaining why they want to be in this role so really just being persuasive um definitely like having some knowledge of like different in-kind sponsorships so that would be like not a monetary donation or sponsorship but um a partner that would be providing something for us whether it's goods a service something for an event um that was definitely something that I did not really know much about prior to taking on this position, but um, I found that that's like definitely really helpful to know know more about that. So it's not always like, hey, if you don't want to give us, you know, X amount of money, we could totally use like some bottled water for this, like mm-hmm. anything, you know, more of like a, a donation type of um, type of relationship with that. So definitely you know strong communicator but other than that as long as you're able to like dive in and you're not afraid to get your feet wet I feel like anyone could really do well in this role mm-hmm. that's awesome thanks yeah. is there anything that we haven't mentioned that you wanted to throw in there um I guess just if for anyone that's interested in this think out of the box when it comes to fundraising events one thing that I'm 
really excited about is we're doing like a target axe throwing event yes and i'm so excited i can't wait it's been on my bucket list for wait. so long i know i've been wanting to do it so bad and it's like they have just recently opened and they just recently started doing fundraising events so that was actually one woman i sat down with and met with her and she was awesome like it's it's never a bad thing to ask you know like even yeah. if you see an organization doesn't do a fundraiser there the might worst be something thing they can say can, is no right yeah. and you might even be able to come out with something that's like really totally like unique idea out of the box and then get more people involved because they'll be more excited the more um interesting the events are for sure absolutely awesome well thank you olivia yeah thank you so much all right up next we're here with our social media director do you want to go ahead and introduce yourself tell us a little about yourself yeah, so my name is Ann Sadalski. I am an ad and PR major with an ad emphasis, and I'm also minoring in hospitality. Um, I don't really know what I want to do with my life yet. We'll find out. <laughs> That's okay. I'm kind I don't of think interested. anyone really does. So yeah, it's okay. I'm kind of interested in like events and entertainment industry more. Mm-hmm. So still kind of like figuring that out. Awesome. Mm-hmm. That's cool. So can you tell us a little bit about your role as social media director, what it's looked like, and what you've gotten to do? So overall, I manage um, PRSSA's Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. So I'll kind of post our events and fundraisers and about our meetings each week. Also make um, a bunch of graphics for the events that we put on. So for like our volunteering events, I make those graphics. For some of our podcasts we put up, I'll make Mm -hmm. the graphics and all their stuff like that. Yes. Mm -hmm. And helps promote our podcast, which we love so much. So (laughs) thank you for always doing that. How much time would you say you spend on this role every week? I guess it depends on the week, depending on like what events we have that week, what other fundraisers or Mm -hmm. meetings and stuff. But I guess I would say like maybe two to five hours a week, just like making graphics and then editing my content calendar, which Mm -hmm. I like to keep up to date about two weeks in advance. And then also like scheduling to eat sometimes. So it just depends on the week. Some weeks can be lighter than others. Mm -hmm. Do you Mm -hmm. use like a a scheduling like software? Like what do you use to schedule stuff? Yeah, I use TweetDeck to schedule the tweets. Okay, Mm -hmm. gotcha. Awesome. Pretty simple use. And then you live tweet during our meetings too, yes. right? So Which I use, just about everyone does. Yeah, so. yeah. So I use TweetDeck for live tweeting as mm-hmm. well because it's easier just to do it off there and type it real quick. Oh, mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. Is that free? Yes, it is free. Oh, that's mm-hmm. nice. um, what skills do you feel are necessary for someone who wants to be in this position? Um, I mean, nothing crazy. Probably just like organization skills, a little bit of just like design maybe, like a good eye for designing things and just being on top of like your tasks and stuff. Like I make a content mm-hmm. calendar and try to keep up to date with it. So nothing too crazy, just being organized and on top of your stuff. I feel like just being able to, you know, not make a lot of typos and yeah, exactly. <laughs> like that. Especially when you're live tweeting. Mm-hmm. I've, I've or quick to delete things. Yeah, really <laughs> you quick do. to delete incorrect. Uh-huh. <laughs> awesome, what's your favorite part of what you do? Um, my favorite part, I think I would just say like getting to know everyone on an e-board and everyone in PRSA because I hadn't really been involved that much. So it's been a great opportunity. I think all the other opportunities that PRSA offers and just like finding out a different scope of social media because I did social media for my sorority too. So Mm -hmm. it was a completely different like way of doing things I felt like with a different crowd. So I liked doing that. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. Are there any challenges or like what's the hardest part of what you do? Uh, I think the challenges would just be like when it is busy with our events and fundraisers, kind of like staggering all of the events that we have, not to throw everything out there at once. Mm-hmm. So to just balance everything when there's a lot of stuff going on. 
That sounds like a really fun, fun role. Yeah, I do like it. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you for being here. I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, thanks for having me. All right, up next is Sophia, back for her third podcast, Third Time's the Charm. Do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, hopefully third time is my best one yet. Um, yeah, so I'm Sophia Anderson. I am the VP of Professional Development for this chapter of PRSSA. I'm also a member in Grand PR. I'm the social media intern for Experience Grand Rapids, and I am a double major in advertising and public relations in Spanish. Yeah. That's awesome. a little bit about me. Cool, cool. <laughs> so in your role as VP of Pro Professional Development, um, what has that looked like for you? Um, so my role kind of begins in the summer mm -hmm. when I meet with Adrian and Ella and we like go through the dates um, and kind of make sure um, that the dates don't um, interfere with the school schedule. And we usually pick a Friday for tours. So. Mm -hmm. I guess I should say, a majority of my role uh, consists of planning agency tours. Um, and I originally got in this role because agency tours was my first experience with PRSSA, and it was really what solidified me in my major and solidified me in being a part of this organization. Mm -hmm. um, and it was really incredible and because I was able to see what PR looks like outside the classroom, and I think that's so important for students, and especially for someone like me. Um, I think you, in the classroom, you can be focusing on something so close up that it's hard to see the big picture mm -hmm. and agency tours really pull you back out and see what you're working towards. Um, but yeah, anyway, so agency tour planning begins in the summer. Um, we look at dates and then I usually pick a city that I, usually that I'm interested in or that some of our members have expressed interest in mm -hmm. or that we know that some of our members and graduates will end up in. Um, and then from there, I look at the, I do research into what agencies are in that area or industries are big in that area and see if we have any alumni or connections that I could speak with to possibly planning a tour. And then from there, it's connecting with them and organizing it and and then going on the tour. The most exciting part. Yeah, I, was, I don't know part. if you've gotten a chance to listen to the podcast that just came out with Morgan, but we were hyping up agency tours so much. Really? We were both saying they are the best thing that we did in PRSSA, she said, I think she said that it was like the most valuable experience that she took from PRSSA. Yeah, my PRSSA. first tour is actually, I'm, that's where I met Morgan and yeah. Chloe and they were like my first friends in PRSSA. Yes. Because I, I went on the Chicago tour, like out of all tours, our like longest, <laughs> farthest one. And right. I'm like, never knew anybody yeah. here. And I met them right away and they were so sweet Aww. and so, uh, so warm. Yeah. We really like, if we haven't gotten that point across yet, <laughs> yeah, go on an go agency, on an agency tour. tour. I cannot stress it enough. Yes. <laughs> So how much time would you estimate that you spend on this every week? I know you said most, a lot of it happens in the summer, which is kind of what, what some other roles look like, but during the school year, maybe what does the time commitment look like? Yeah, I would say my role is probably as the least amount of time spent on it out of um, all of our roles on eBoard. Mm -hmm. um, but there is definitely, um, like I would say about an hour a week. And, and then the weeks that we do have the agency tours, it's a little bit more preparation. So. Mm -hmm. Um, like the night before our tour, I'll send out a big email to everybody telling them like the date, um, or obviously they know the date, the, the time and what they should wear and like the itinerary and what they should expect and all those things and things like that. Um, and sometimes some weeks it's a little bit more challenging because sometimes a, a tour or a contact I like thought that was like solidified will bail kind of last minute, mm -hmm. um, which is a bummer. So I don't have to like rush and try and find another one. Um, but yeah, it's been luckily like um, we've had that happen a couple times and our contacts have been so great 
and been so willing to help me out and wanting to host us and our alumni has been such a huge part mm-hmm. part of that and I feel so like it's so great to be a part of this organization because I know I can reach out to them and they are we're willing to help in a short amount of time seems it's, like a great networking it really too. is yeah, yeah it really is and one thing that I um, one of my goals was well, well yeah for this year was to work uh, with other PRSSA chapters in mm-hmm. Michigan more. And we've done that mainly with Wayne's, Wayne State's PRSSA chapter, and we had a really successful tour with them back in December in Detroit. And mm-hmm. it was it was awesome, and it was so great to, to network with them and get to know them a little bit better. Um, and they're all super nice girls, and a lot of them, like, I still talk to, and, um, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, cool. so it's not just, like, I like to stress that, it, of course, it's a great networking opportunity with professionals, but also with your own peers and mm-hmm. people that you will be working next to, like, later on in your career. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I love that. What is your favorite part, then? Oh, yikes. I just did the Instagram <laughs> takeover for Pierce to say, yeah, and that, that was a question, and I was like, oh, my goodness, I don't know. I really love... Um, like you just went on your first agency tour in January mm-hmm. and I love bringing new people who, I mean, I love bringing all people on the agency tours, but especially people who've never been on them and yeah. showing them like how great of an experience it is. And especially people who are maybe not, they may not like have been interested in that certain industry or firm or agency um, when they first like heard about it. But then after like having the tour, they are like, this is where I want to work. Like I'm really into this. And they just network their butts off and it's I like it makes me smile so much I love that yeah I think back in that but the Detroit tour someone was like I never would have like thought about working for GM but after our GM tour they're like I want to work here like this is so cool and like they would never have thought so much about the auto industry and things like that so that's one of my favorite parts and of course networking and seeing our alumni and their roles like thriving Mm -hmm. is so cool oh that's awesome yeah and on the flip side what's the biggest challenge of your role um, I would say rolling with the punches when um, a tour maybe falls through that I was um, that was really looking forward to or kind of last minute. Um, it's really just kind of you have to take them as it comes and just be, like stay on a positive note and keep that relationship going. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and just hustling to find the next one. <laughs> and yeah, sometimes it's difficult to um, communicate and organize, um, a lot of students and a lot of members, mm-hmm. especially people bail last minute. That's why this year we've actually implemented our $5 deposit policy, which has been really successful. And I'm really excited that that has been working out. Um, and it's actually, I think, decreased the amount of people that have like oh, bailed kind of last minute. Yeah. And of course there's always like, I'm sick or a family crisis, right. like those things come up and we are really understanding. Um, but yeah, some that I would say is the most difficult part is dealing with last minute cancellations. Mm-hmm. And lastly, what skills do you think are necessary for this position? I would say when I first started this position, I did not think I'd be good at it because I did not think I was good at networking. I didn't think I had the confidence for it. Mm -hmm. But I think that it was the almost perfect role for me to do it because I wasn't that good and it forced me to become better. Mm -hmm. And I think that though you have to do, you have to have some confidence in yourself and like know your role and like be assertive and don't be afraid to like speak up and take charge. Mm-hmm. Um, like sometimes if it's kind of dull with the Q and A that's happening in the tour, like I will just bang out like all my questions and like rapid fire with them. Yep. <laughs> um, so sometimes you just have to be the one to do that. And I think that's um, being confident, um, being able to speak up and uh, yeah, and taking 
leadership skills are important because you have to take charge and you have mm-hmm. to be the one to be like, this is where we're going. This is what's going to happen. This is the time and like be firm. And I think at the beginning, I really struggled with that because I didn't want anyone to be like, oh, you're being bossy or whatever. But at the end of the day, it's our organization that we're representing and it's my name that's on the line too. And mm-hmm. that's important to us and to me. And I would hate to do anything to, to tarnish our name as, a, as an organization. You are doing such a good job in this position. I just want to reassure you oh that gosh. you are That's doing fantastic. That's so sweet. What but going back to what you said um, about how you like thought that you would be mm-hmm. horrible in this role, I thought that I would be horrible at hosting a podcast and I think that that's like one piece of advice that I wish I could go back and give myself and give to anyone listening to this podcast that if it seems a little bit scary and if it seems out of your comfort zone like go for it anyway because you you have to learn on the job doing it exactly I am like my parents have always raised me like if you need to practice your like public speaking skills take a public speaking class like you Mm -hmm. need to push yourself outside your comfort zone and find these opportunities that will make you better especially now when like it's just like the, if I do mess up and like sometimes um, one thing that is a that I'm always learning and working on is being quicker at emailing and communication mm-hmm. is, is a really big key part of this role and um, that's like something that it's taught me is to be better at that and I think that we have to take these opportunities while we're students and while we kind of still have room to make mistakes I guess mm-hmm. before we like get out into the real world where yeah. it's a little bit more serious yeah. but I think you are incredible at this role like my oh. parents sometimes listen to the podcast and like that girl has a great voice oh my gosh and I'm like I <laughs> Sophia's know Sophia's parents I love you <laughs> thanks for listening <laughs> oh my gosh they're gonna awesome. love that well thank you Sophia for being here I appreciate it thank you for having me <laughs> so next up is Tegan Tegan do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself yeah, so my name is Tegan. Um, I'm an advertising and public relations major with a public relations emphasis and a minor in business. And I currently hold a public relations internship at Lambert. So go ahead and tell us a little bit about your role on PRSSAE board, the things that you have gotten to do and everything like that. Yeah, so I mostly am in charge of the finances. Um, so that is managing our Venmo account, making sure everyone has paid their dues, Um, And we just did a new deposit policy for our agency tours, so I um, accept those deposits and then refund them if needed. Also, I'm in charge of the MailChimp account, so that's um, sending out our newsletters Mm -hmm. twice a week on the weeks of uh, PRSSA and once a week um, for our job opportunities newsletter on the weeks that we don't have PRSSA. And then also just determining the budget for our snacks and going out to the store um, to get the snacks and then just checking in on our members and making sure that they're getting their points towards cords if they're seniors. Snacks is the most important part of your job though. Yes. I would say without a doubt. So Tegan, what first made you interested in this role? Um, Mostly I just wanted a leadership role so I was looking into all of the roles as I'm sure some of the listeners are right now Um, I was looking into all the roles and I really wanted one where I was interacting with our members and um, answering a lot of questions making sure everyone was as comfortable as they could be in PRSSA because I knew um, that was a big part of when I came into PRSSA I felt comfortable talking to the VP of member services mostly just because they were the ones that were there for us. So Mm -hmm. I just wanted to be that person for the next group of PRSSA members. How much time would you estimate that you spend on this job every week? 
Um, most of it is just um, editing the newsletter. So once you already have a newsletter, you just edit the campaign in MailChimp. So it's mostly maybe about two hours um, the weeks of PRSSA, and then the weeks off, it's about one hour. Okay, so not too bad. And what are some of the skills that you feel someone needs to have to be in this position? Well, you're, it's a lot of interacting with members and answering questions. So I like to say you got to have your people skills. <laughs> you got to be willing to talk to people. Um, and then there's no, I said we use MailChimp, but there's no prior experience needed for MailChimp. It's a very basic platform that is easy to teach. We'll go through that in transitions. Um, and then Venmo. I mean, if you have a Venmo, it's helpful <laughs> to already know how to use it. But if you don't, then that can be easily taught as well. It's a pretty pretty simple thing to learn. Do yeah. you feel like you need to have like some organizational skills since you're keeping track of a lot of the money and stuff? Yeah, a lot of the leadership positions are organization-based because you just have to be able to juggle a leadership position outside of all your classes and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but it shouldn't be um, too difficult. No, I agree. <laughs> if you're already overwhelmed with classes and you still just are itching to get into a leadership role, I think VP of Member Services is the perfect one for you because it really doesn't um, take a lot of your time over the summer and it doesn't take and basically any of your time during the week. Like I said, only two hours max. Um, so I think it's a really good way to get to know our members and, and still be able to have a leadership role in mm-hmm. the PRSSA community. Awesome. Yay. Well, thank you, Tegan. Of course. And last but certainly not least is our incredible president, Delaney. Hello. Delaney, do you want to go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself? Um, Even though you've been on the podcast before. I'm no stranger to the PR hangover. (laughs) Um, Hello, everybody. It's me, Delaney McKenzie, (laughs) your PRSSA president, Um, in case you don't know anything about me. (laughs) Um, I'm a senior in the advertising and public relations major here at Grand Valley. Um, my dirty little secret, I'm an advertising emphasis. Ooh, um, it's pretty controversial. Sophia <laughs> outed me on her um, <laughs> e-board takeover on Insta. So, <laughs> um, I work at 834 Integrated Communications right now. And yeah, that's me. That's you. Well, we are glad to have you. I also just want to give a gold star to Delaney because she is... How would that be our most... You listen to our podcast the most. I'm the number one fan. Number one fan of PR Hangover. Mm-hmm. Our She's listened to more podcasts than anyone else in the history of PR Hangover. So, gold star for her. Everyone else needs her. to suck it up. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, guys. All right. So, do you want to give us a little summary of your time as president and sort of what you get to do and what that looks like? Sarah, I would love to. <laughs> So um, my role as president, basically, I am a project manager for PRSSA. I oversee the executive board, which this year includes nine other members on the e-board. We use Basecamp, which is a project management tool to oversee all of our projects. And that's a way that I can track progress and make sure um, all of our plans as a chapter is moving in the right direction. Um, the role of the president also serves as like a liaison between our local chapter and PRSSA National. Um, so I helped plan our trip to the PRSSA National Conference. The presidents go to like a leadership rally before their term. Um, same with the Grand PR CEO. Emily went to a conference of her own last spring. 
I apply for Paysetter Awards every single month for our chapter, and this is an award that any chapter can apply for, but it's like sharing what you are doing as a chapter that's like setting the pace for PRSSA and like what makes you guys stand out. And it's also really cool to like see what other chapters are doing and you like can learn cool things that they're doing and maybe you would want to implement them in your own chapter. I also sit on Grand PR's executive board, so I advise as necessary and just help plan to make the firm run efficiently and also make sure that Grand PR and PRSSA are just always on the same page and making sure our communication is as strong as possible. And then this technically is not required in the role as president, but I am on the communications committee for our parent chapter, the West Michigan Public Relations Society of America, WMPRSA. Um, so I have a monthly meeting with them, and I send out their monthly newsletters. Man, <laughs> that is Did I quite, miss anything? Probably. Probably, but quite a, quite a full plate, but you do such an incredible <laughs> job. Thank you. Um, what skills do you think are necessary for somebody who wants to be president? You definitely need to be a good project manager, So, and that would be including you need to be a very organized person, um, personally and externally like you know you need to know how to manage your own schedule so that you can effectively communicate with the rest of your executive board and the other general members of the chapter um you need to have very strong communication i feel like every single day i'm talking to at least one member of the executive board helping where i can so you need to always be able to like be reached email Mm -hmm. phone my phone broke last week and that was like fun for me to be glued to my email all the time. <laughs> this is new. This is different. <laughs> it's a new experience for me. Um, uh, really motivated to follow up on projects. Um, it's, it's your responsibility to make sure everything that we plan is like being executed to the end. You need to be the welcoming face for the chapter, um, doing what you can to recruit new members, encouraging current members to get more involved, to run for the executive board for the following year, go to external events like partnering with WMPRSA um, and going to all of our other external activities. And you need to listen to the PR hangover more of than course, anyone else. Of course, of <laughs> course. That is in the job description. It is. Yes. I don't make the rules. <laughs> And I almost forgot to ask, what made you interested in this position? I was interested in running for president of PRSSA because, well, I love PRSSA. (laughs) We just love public relations so Um, much. PR is life. Um, I had had previous leadership experience with our chapter. So when I was a sophomore, I was on the alumni relations campaign. My junior year, I was the VP of communications for Grand PR, and then I don't know. I really wanted that experience on the PRSSA eboard, and then when I saw this opportunity, I ran. Um, I practiced my speech four times at the speech lab. I took it seriously. <laughs> you were in it to win it. I was in it to win it, and uh, look at me now. So <laughs> you want it? If you want to be president <laughs> next year, go to the speech lab. Yes, talk to Delaney. I'm sure she has some advice. Yeah. I fun story. When I was a sophomore in my intro to public relations class first PR class ever, you were the one that came in and sort of pitched PRSSA to us. And oh you were my like, gosh, hey, you come to this meeting. That? And then I did. And look at us now. It works, guys. It works. Classroom visits work. I love it. So it was great. And it was in this building right over there. Oh my God. Insane. Memories. Stop. You're making me sentimental. I know. It's um, weird. I also 
was very inspired by the past presidents of PRSSA. So when I first joined, um, Brie Olson was the chapter president, and she was just so enthusiastic about getting more members involved. And like, I, this is where I found my people in college. Like, PRSSA just means so much to me. I love everybody in it. I love meeting new people, and I love how I feel so prepared now to graduate in April. Like, I have learned so much through this experience. Trevor, last year, Trevor Bryan was our past president, and he just made such amazing strides for our chapter. This year, we won three Han Awards, thanks to his leadership last wow. year. So I've just been very inspired to continue the legacy built by them. Oh, that is so, what a sentimental ending to this episode. Oh my goodness. And Delaney, if someone is interested in running for an e-board position, what should they do? You should apply using our Google form. This will be going out in our newsletters. It'll be posted all over social media. And then, of course, we've been plugging it at all of our meetings as well. Um, something to note, if you are applying for an e-board position, that meeting will be March 19th. Everyone who applies has to give a two-minute speech go to the speech lab like me <laughs> on why you think that you're a great candidate for the position. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Delaney. Thanks for having me, Sarah. I hope you've enjoyed listening to PR Hangover. If you'd like, you can give us a follow on Twitter at GV underscore PRSSA, and you can check out our show notes at GVPRSSA.com.